Hey, I'm John. I'm Tom. And uh, this is the first podcast from Online Schools. So what we're going to chat about today then? Um, Google Docs, I think. Right, yeah, okay. Um, I'll lead on this one. Um, we uh, started using Google Docs in our school recently. Okay, so what is Google Docs then? Um, what are we talking about? Uh, Google Docs um, essentially is just an online f- uh, file storage system, but um, it's majorly uh, headed towards the, the, the collaboration side of things, so all about sharing. Um, I suppose the, the main thing as a sort of classroom teacher is the fact that students can do some work and they can do it in school, they can do it at home, they can do it pretty much anywhere, they've got the internet, and then you share that with their teacher. And being a teacher as well and not really liking paperwork, I can then mark their work and through the cloud, through the internet, give them that feedback and it's pretty much straight away. So if I'm sitting at home at nine o'clock at night marking a student's work, if the student was quite sad enough to be online at that time of night, they can see that feedback straight away. Yeah, instantly, and they can see literally as you type it, um, which leads us to one of the downsides of it. Um, uh, All documents in Google Docs uh, have a chat facility in, um, and I've hunted high and low on the internet, and you just can't switch the thing off. Um, So that's something to watch out for with the students when they go a bit quiet. But if you know a way, let us know, because obviously we can always miss things out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so we wanted to chat about how we implemented it. So, where do we start? Um, I suppose with email. Right. Um, and moving over from Exchange Server to Google. Yeah, and staff, staff didn't have to complain about it, but um, <laughs> once they'd started using email, of course they were logged into the whole Google system, um, so it was just a small step for them to start using Docs. Um, I thought it was going to be a hassle, but actually quite a lot of staff have picked up on it already. But you did like all the complaints about the way Gmail looked and um, how it worked and stuff and all the positive vibes that were coming back to stuff. There were the three weeks' worth of wanting to punch people's faces in for moaning <laughs> so much. Yeah, that'll be the one, yeah. There was that. Um, anyway, so, so we, we, we've got it rolling um, uh, and we've started using it quite a lot. We've got it going in IT. We've got uh, uh, students sharing documents back to us. Yeah, I think the students have... Um, far easier to train than the staff. I think the, the students have picked it up and run with it and have sort of emails from students at home far more than in the past. And if you're interested in uh, using Google Docs, you, you, you literally can sign up for free. You uh, add a domain uh, to their empire. Um, but the beauty is if, you, if you've got a, a decent network technician um, that they can set up the whole lot out of um, I believe a- ActiveX so you know when the student logs onto the computer um, it will automatically log them into Google Docs as well um, and their details can be uh, updated you know via the central Windows uh, system other operating systems exist obviously um, we didn't do that however we went for a third party um, system where we've paid a third party that give us a bit of a VLE so we're setting some websites up with them at the minute, um, sort of department websites, and we've also, and then also we get Google Docs for free, and it's all set up within the same system. So once someone logs into the the company that we we paid, um, they, they, it takes them through to their Google Docs, their Gmail, etc., as well as very very limited other applications like um, Lucid Chart. We've been using a bit. That's quite Cra- cool, though. Creating some mind maps. Yeah, it seems to be working quite well, and it's mm. again got the share on it. So yeah, 
and whatever apps we've been using. Well, the, the file management on Lucid Charts is actually splendid. It's got all the right clicks. You can drag uh, files around, drop them into folders. I found that quite nice yesterday when I started using it. Um, yeah, the, the, the whole single sign-in thing uh, that this company's provided for us. Um, not part of the... Oh, uh, it's yeah, it's to do with the marketplace. So the, there's, there's educational apps, web apps, that are available on the marketplace, like Lucid Chart and some other bits and bobs. Avery for a bit, but now that's gone. Yeah, it's a bit of a um, shame. Yeah, no, that was. Well, it, it was okay. I mean, it was good for that sound program, I should think. The uh, graphics wasn't all that great. But, the, but there's a, another... Um, bitmap orientated graphics program called Pixlr, which is not exactly part of uh, the Google Docs thing, but you can log in with the Google login. Um, and I've had some quite spectacular successes with that one. Yeah, not used to that yet. Yeah, no, it's good. The only thing is it doesn't save on its own server. It pretends to, but it doesn't. Where's it save then? Uh, you have to save the, the PXD file locally and obviously lob it up into Google Docs yourself, um, which is a shame. Fun with some students for that then. Yeah. I did it with the technology classes last year, you know, quite a reasonable level of students, um, and most of them got on with it, and they, mm. they really quite enjoyed it. Um, compared to fireworks, which is much better, but much more complicated, and for most students they've accessed Pixlr much better. Plus then they can go home and use it at home and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll have another look at Google Docs um, in a later podcast. Um, when we've had a bit more of a play with it and it's sort of progressed in our school a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, for our app for this podcast, we're looking at Puppet Pals, which is available on the iPad and the iPhone and iPod Touch, etc. Although I would think it would be far, far more difficult to use on the iPod Touch and the iPhone, uh, mainly because of the size. But the idea of Puppet Pal is that you get some characters and you have a stage and then you can drag the characters on and off the stage but the clever thing about it is while you're doing that you can record what you're doing and it will record the sound as well so you can make a story so for instance we've done with some year six students they created a fairy tale using it so they set their characters and added some themselves they took some pictures and imported some stuff off the internet they put it all together then they had their stage um, view and they dragged on their characters and off their characters and did a, did a proper little play and recorded the speech using the microphone on the iPad. Um, it worked really, really well. Once that's done, you can export it out. Um, it'll go into something like iMovie or whatever and edit it and it creates some really, really nice um, um, little stories. That sounds good. Thing. Have you had any feedback from primary schools about it? Yeah, the feedback's really good. Um, we've used it with all age groups, and the, the key to it is it's so simple to use. It's so effective in what you get, so it, it works with sort of reception upwards, basically. Um, so reception, we get, get an awful lot out of it. They've created a really good product. We've had, year, say, year sixes that did a tour of the school. They cool. got some pictures, and they got some pictures themselves, and the pictures, obviously, of the school, and did a tour of them sort of floating around the school. Um, so obviously the product that they produce is far, far greater. We've also done it with some year eights, and again, really, really engaged, really into it. Um, it's a matter of finding a context that's really good and really works. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. For more information on Puppet Pals and a whole load of other apps, check our website out. It's www.thetechteachers.com. So... Time for the uh, online school booking plug. 
Yeah, uh, get it in. Which system do we want to talk about then? I think Phil. Right, Phil's topical. We're about to uh, finally get it rolled out in our school. It's only been in existence for, what, two, three years? I've only mentioned it to management a few times. Yeah, we've only mentioned it for sort of 18 months, I suppose. So, you know, it's not bad. It's not too bad at all. Um, Phil is a parent, um, parents' evening or parent, uh, you know, visiting day booking system. Uh, Very easy to set up. and very easy to implement. We're, at the moment, we're just going through the the, uh, the admin bit of uh, printing out the login details for parents, uh, getting those sent home. But what, once that's done, the parents just simply log on to the website, choose a teacher, choose a slot, book it. Uh, the teachers can see the bookings. Uh, teachers can also do the bookings. So you know, if a, if a kid comes up in the uh, during a lesson, they can uh, book it there and then. Um, and then the way we're going to do it is um, someone in admin will print all of our appointments out, give them to us just before the evening, and then uh, away we go. Yeah, I mean, the key sort of a parent's evening with myself is every time I lose the piece of paper. <laughs> um, every single time. Or the other option, obviously, is to do it on an Excel spreadsheet, which you probably end up not saving when you close it, and therefore you lose some appointments. Um, it happens every time to me, so hopefully the system you know, will make it better. I mean, the feedback I've had from... Other schools has been really, really good, really positive when yeah. they've used it, so it should be good. Yeah, and it's been primary schools as well as secondary schools, um, and there's been a fair old number of countries that have done it as well. Um, I think it's coming along really nicely. A bit embarrassed that we're finally getting around to use it after so many have yeah. got into it, but yeah. Um, but for, for, the, for the price, it's just unbeatable compared to sort of the other companies out there that are up. And, how, and how much is that currently? Mm. Um, we're doing it for £50, so. What, per annum? Yeah, for all the systems. I'd say that was a bargain. Check out online school booking for Phil and all the other systems there. Um, and as I say, um, it's £50 a year for all the systems, including Bob, um, the room booking system, which is probably the most popular. All together now, www.onlineschoolbooking.com. Okay, we'll be back soon um, with the Online Schools podcast. Um, thank you for listening. See you later.